Welcome back to our channel. This is SNN Primetime News. I'm your news anchor Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to our channel and welcome back to SNN Primetime News. We have some great announcements and some great stories here today for SNN Primetime News. Again, I am your anchor and news anchor host Kennedy Lucas here. Now, of course, here's the latest in SNN Primetime News. Now, the late hit Disney movie Wish has ended up flopping in the box office this past weekend, this Thanksgiving weekend. Now, Disney has this new film out called Wish. It was a spectacle when we saw the trailers, and we thought this was going to be something that we were going to be able to see over the Thanksgiving break, and to see that Disney has the opportunity to have box office hits when it comes down to this movie. Turns out, it ended up flopping within the latest in Disney uh, news, only making quite a few million dollars from the box office hit, but Disney was expecting it to have high box office numbers for Thanksgiving weekend. Perhaps Disney thought that a lot of families will be going out right after Thanksgiving to go out and see this movie to have the end finale of their Thanksgiving weekend, but that ended up not happening for Disney this year. Of course, now they are going to expand out this movie in, in hopes to make sequels if it ever sees the lights of day with box office hits. Now, I do want to point out to everyone that this is only weekend one. This could have been to where a lot of people were celebrating with families. They didn't want to go out this holiday season, or maybe they might have had some people go out for Black Friday. As I joke and say sarcastically here in KLB Studios, that the movie has the opportunity to have box office numbers, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens next. In other latest news, as we mentioned here, the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales have come and went for the holiday season. Now, as I break this down, and I mentioned this earlier this week, yesterday in KLP in the morning, uh, check out the podcast that is out there, also on our platforms as well, Cyber Monday ended up having a winner over Black Friday this year. Uh, we mentioned earlier within the podcast, Kill in the Morning, that Black Friday was not able to have its sales and not able to really have it to where a lot of families are out there shopping holiday deals, being that a lot of stores are not giving us the deals. For an example, if you go to Target on Black Friday 2023, you might see a 65 to 70 inch TV for $449, but then when you peel back the sticker, it is on sale for the exact same price of $449. So a lot of us consumers are not getting a lot of great deals. We are not getting the Black Friday deals that is advertised out there for social media and cable television. Now, Cyber Monday comes around and Cyber Monday is able to do a little bit better than what Black Friday has done. A lot of people have soared into the internet searches being online to find their next purchase for their Christmas gifts this year. 
and they had a lot of great deals. Amazon had a lot of great deals. Apple had a lot of great deals out there right now. AT&T, believe it or not, had some holiday deals for Cyber Monday as well. So we were able to see the impactfulness of Cyber Monday. And a lot of people did shop, but I do say, and I said this in the podcast yesterday, I'm going to say it again on SNN Primetime News, that a lot of people are being very, very cautious of what they are purchasing nowadays being of inflation. Our economy is down the sewers and things are getting more expensive that now a lot of people, a lot of parents are thinking about different ways of how to spread the holidays without breaking the bank. Now, of course, I say to the kiddos out there, Santa Claus might be on a little budget this year. Things have changed. And I really do hope that parents and Santa Claus has that conversation with their kids because I say this, and I say this very loosely here on SNN Primetime News because I don't have any kids, but I, I feel for the kids that may not understand what's going on in the world. Kids are not going to understand that inflation is up. Kids don't know how things cost because their parents paid for everything, right? Being a kid. So kids are not understanding. They might want that expensive PlayStation 5 or that expensive $100 toy if they need being, but then things are a little bit more expensive and a lot of parents can't afford it. And I do hope that parents have that honest conversation to their kids and they understand that it is important to have it to where, hey, Jimmy John and Sally Sue, we, 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 we're a little bit on a tight budget this year. We're a little, little tight this year. Things have been expensive. Your groceries have been expensive. Jimmy John, you like those packet of fruit roll-ups? They used to be $2, now they're $5 a box, right? Sally Sue likes the, the Go-Gurt or the Yoplait. That used to be $2.38 a cart, I think, and now it's $5.60 a cart, right? Things have been more expensive. And I do hope a lot of parents are understanding that. And I hope they really let their kids know, hey, Christmas is going to be a little different this year. You might want that one big ticket item. But then you have to understand, okay, if you want that one big big ticket item, Jimmy John, let's say Jimmy John wants that brand new PlayStation 4, which is still $500 for PlayStation Slim. You're still paying the same price. Then their parents might say, okay, well, Santa Claus can make that happen if you become a good boy but then that's the only thing you're getting for christmas you can't ask for a playstation 5 and then 500 plus dollars more on toys and bells and whistles like you're accustomed to because it is expensive right now same thing with sally sue sally sue wants that dollhouse that your dollhouse is going to cost you 200 dollars. they might raise the price to 300 because of inflation with sally sue that's your big ticket item that you're going to get for christmas that's damn near the only thing you're going to get for christmas Right. So I just I it's a, it's a weird world that we live in. And I know I mentioned this here on the podcast, but um, inflation is real. But Cyber Monday was able to have those deals. I did see in this past year that Amazon has gross net of five hundred and thirty six billion dollars in revenue. So that's quite exciting for the company. But I also did see a lot of unions are striking right now. A lot of unions that are in a union that's hired within the union to work for Amazon, a lot of them have begun striking. Amazon and certain uh, logistics centers and certain district managers of Amazon are not realizing 
the ethical code and the social responsibility when it comes to running a company and then having employees. I did see one TikToker, they had a, a whole protest where they're not getting treated uh, pair, uh, fair pay, they're not getting treated well, their working conditions is not as, as the best. They're overworked and underpaid. And honestly, coming along many, 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 many moons ago, when I worked for Amazon, I experienced those same things. Unfair pay, overworked, underpaid, hot, sweaty, because this was summertime too, hot, sweaty. There's no air conditioning in those vans, right? You have 500 plus packages that you have to deliver, right? So sometimes you start at 10 o'clock or you start at nine o'clock in the morning. You're not done till 11 o'clock at night. So I understand those working conditions when it comes down to those Amazonians and those Amazon workers, but it's just, it's, this, it really puts it in perspective to a lot of, of, of us out there that Amazon in 2023, their gross net revenue was $536 billion this year. But the unfair pay and the overworked underpaid. Now, Kennedy, a lot of people say, hey, Kennedy, they get paid $20 an hour. What more do they want, right? But Honestly, if you get paid more, you get taxed more. Let's call a spade a spade. If you make more money, then you get more taxes put out of your paycheck. So you really think about it. You get paid more, which sounds good on paper, right? But on the flip side of that, how much more taxes that you got to be taken out of your, of your monthly or your biweekly check? See, a lot of folks don't think about that, but we do look at that kind of stuff. Um, but like I did say, People are still going to be shopping. People are still going to be buying their Christmas gifts this year. I feel like a lot of people used a way to have Cyber Monday better because now they don't have to go to the store. They might have found it cheaper online, right? I've seen a lot of TikTok videos, a lot of uh, social media videos that a lot of people are shopping online because it's cheaper online versus going to the actual store, right? It used to be backwards where, hey, if it's online, it will be more because it's the convenience of you staying at home while it gets delivered to you. That's how it used to be back in the day. Nowadays, it's, hey, it's cheaper, super duper cheaper, and it can get delivered to you, and you pay less for it. Bam, there you go. Now you have a sale. Right? And it's a lot from Amazon. It's a lot from Shein. I'm seeing record records from Timu, right? So a lot of these online e-commerce stores and retailers that specialize online they're able to make a sale hinting that cyber monday was a huge success over black friday this year of 2023 in breaking news tonight we have received in the studio among the many challenges small businesses face as they try to grow these days getting a loan is right near the top banks big and small have tightened lending standards as the federal reserve hiked up interest rates the past two years the collapse of three regional banks this spring and the possibility of stricter regulations have likely made some banks more cautious as well so business owners are having to make sacrifices from turning to crowdsourcing instead of lenders borrowing from family or friends or simply foregoing expansion plans that would have been funded by more capital. According to the Federal Reserve, which surveys senior bank loan officers quarterly, about 49% of banks said they had tightened lending standards for small firms, those with less than $50 million in annual sales during the July to September quarter, up from 22% in the same period last year. Loan officers cited an increasingly uncertain 
economic outlook as one reason for the tightening, Biz2 Credit data tells a similar story. Back in June 2022, big banks approved 15.4% of small business loan applications. The figure has dipped every month since and was at 13% in October. At smaller banks, about one in five funding requests were approved, far from the 50% approval rate pre-pandemic. Meanwhile, interest rates have jumped. The average interest rate paid on short-term loans was 9.1% in October, up sharply from 6.7% in the same period a year ago, and 4.9% the year before that, according to the National Federation of Independent Business. All those factors have added up to a grim environment if you're a small business seeking a loan. Cheyenne Smith in Salt Lake City, Utah, founded Dakota Ridge, which makes cowboy rain boots for kids, in 2021 with savings from a previous corporate job and money borrowed from her 401k retirement plan, about $80,000 total. Smith quickly realized she needed more money up front than she'd thought to build up her inventory. Without two years of tax returns, however, she didn't qualify for many small business loans. Online lenders were quick to offer their services, but the terms were too strict, requiring weekly repayments or interest rates up to 40%. Online lenders approve more loans than traditional banks, but often at higher interest rates. It was a nightmare to try and access funding, she said. With no other options, she borrowed about $30,000 from her mother at the end of 2022, a lot of people don't have that opportunity, she said. And I'm very lucky, and I'm aware of that privilege to have that opportunity, not only for the cash up front from my 401k, but also to have family members that are willing to invest. Higher interest rates have proven nearly insurmountable for Chantel Chambliss. She owns Nonprofitability, a consulting firm in Richmond, Virginia, that works with nonprofits and faith-based organizations to grow their business. She started her business in 2017 and grew it without outside financing. This May, Chambliss came up with an expansion plan for her business that would require hiring more people and investing in technology. She realized she needed a loan to get the plan going, her goal was to get a $25,000 loan. Her bank, Capital One, denied her the loan but did give her a small increase for her credit card that provided $3,000 in available credit. Not nearly enough, she said. Her personal bank similarly turned her down a Chambliss tried to go the non-traditional route and was approved for a larger loan of $11,500 at an online lender, but the interest rates were so high it didn't make sense to accept, she said. The lowest rate she was quoted was 27%, for a small business that is not only intimidating, it's almost impossible, she said, for now, she's paused the expansion plan. She's putting plans in place for a crowdfunding effort in January, calling it the only logical next step. Our top story tonight nearly every house in Hoston has a boat in its yard, sometimes too. It takes a moment to realize many are out of action, grass sprouting through holes in hulls that haven't touched water for years. They are relics of another time, when people fished for their livelihood and the ocean provided more than enough those languishing boats and other economic problems in Hoston are the result of changes in the market to South African abalone, 
a curious fist-sized sea snail that is a highly prized morsel in East Asia and the unwitting instigator of 30 years of trouble for fishing communities along Africa's southern coast. Abalone here was abundant and especially tasty, yet the demand largely put the village and its traditional fishers out of business, or made them criminals overnight. Raphael Fisher was born into fishing, as just about everyone was in Hoston. He grew up diving for the abalone that South Africans call Perlmoan, or, affectionately, Perley, in the rocky coves. He was learning to work his father's boat in his late teens. Every boy wanted to be a Perley fisher in Hoston, he said. It was the thing, but over the last three decades, poachers have swept in and swept up every snail they could find, every sackful of fat payday. They can get $50 a kilogram. It's reduced the endangered South African abalone to unprecedented low levels, wildlife groups say. Coves. He was learning to work his father's boat in his late teens. Every boy wanted to be a pearly fisher in Hoston, he said. It was the thing, but over the last three decades, poachers have swept in and swept up every snail they could find, every sackful of fat payday. They can get $50 a kilogram. It's reduced the endangered South African abalone to unprecedented low levels, wildlife groups say. At first, the South African government banned abalone fishing completely. Now, strict quotas give fisher and other small operators lucky enough to get them the rights to catch 120 kilograms a year. Hardly anything, the fishing has all been taken away, he said. It's totally different now. They took the bread out of people's mouths. It's why a different poaching, not for big profits, but to put food on the table, has also ensnared so many traditional fishers up and down this coast. Fisher faced that temptation. A 2022 report by the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime estimated the illegal trade heading to the hub of Hong Kong was worth nearly $1 billion between 2000 and 2016, and growing. The total legal abalone fishing quota in South Africa is set at a maximum of 100 metric tons a year. Hong Kong is importing between 2,000 to 3,000 metric tons of illegal South African abalone a year, the report estimated. Some is moved on to other big markets in China, Japan and Taiwan organized crime and turf battles over illegal abalone that are sometimes marked by brutal gang killings have overwhelmed South African coastal communities. Thousands of poor young men have been drawn in as foot soldiers. Hoston and its troubles are likely unknown in Hong Kong where the high-class forum restaurant offers cooked South African abalone at $190 a can for customers to take away. Abalone is more than a delicious treat for millions of Chinese, said Wendy Chan, managing director at the Lama Rainbow, a local seafood restaurant on Hong Kong's Lama Island.